We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode. And we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. So welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And we have four types of freedom that we promote on the podcast. The first is financial. Second is time. Third is location. And fourth is emotional freedom. And I bring on guests that are doing innovative and creative things in the space. And so today I have a really special guest, Dr. John Jerica, and he is the founder, producer, CEO of the non-clinic physician, non-clinical careers podcast. And he's going to talk all about podcasting, non-clinical career options. He has a Facebook group uh, that with a significant following, and as well as his new uh, app venture that he launched jointly with Dr. Tom Davis, known as NewScript. So without much ado, John, welcome. Hello, Dr. Lou. Glad to see you and be here today. Yeah, I was just, I know we were talking in the uh, back room earlier and I was like, you know, I started my career on the pod, on your, on your podcast. And I, and I was just like, I've done, you know, 30 something episodes. And um, I was like, I realized I didn't have the host that, you know, made my career. So it's time to give back. So I'm happy to have you on the show and, and, and welcome. 
Well, I don't know if I made your career maybe a little bit of inspiration, <laughs> but uh, I see that you know you've been podcasting, and I like the topic financial freedom and and the opening you went through those four different freedoms. That's awesome. So there's a lot of overlap between what you and I do in terms of trying to educate and support physicians and others out there with their, uh, their freedom in general. So let's, uh, we'll get started and we'll just like, tell us about your path and your journey. I think it's really interesting and you've, you know, you've really focused on the niche of non-clinical careers and you teach physicians and you've grown, uh, what's interesting is you've grown a significant following. I think it's like 20,000 plus followers on Facebook and all across. So tell us more about your journey and how you got started. All right. I'll try to keep it to the short version since I've been around for a long time, but I was a family physician in a small group uh, outside of Chicago doing the typical thing. And I I got a little bit uh, interested in non-clinical things, partly because I wanted to moonlight and make some more money and pay off some minor loans that I had. And, but then ultimately later I got kind of burnt out. So I was doing different jobs, physician advisor jobs, medical director for a couple of different units, And ultimately, I got so interested in it, and I found that I could earn as much as I was clinically with a whole lot less trauma to my psyche (laughs) and no call and, you know, all kinds of perks. So I went into hospital management. I was a VPMA, and then I became the chief medical officer for my hospital. And I did that for 14 years, and I thought it was awesome. I was helping people in a lot of ways did not involve direct patient care with me, but I was helping through better quality and better safety in the hospital. I really had an impact on probably thousands and thousands of patients and I was making more money. So I did that. Uh, I got a little bit, I wouldn't say bored, but I thought, well, I want to try one more new thing at least. And so as an entrepreneur, I opened my own urgent care center and partnered up with some people. We grew that to two centers and I'm, I'm kind of in the process now of kind of pulling back on that, but that freed up a little time for me. And that's when I got involved in writing a blog and starting my podcast. And really the reason I started the podcast was because I wanted to learn about other non-clinical careers. I mean, I knew a lot about hospital-based careers in the non-clinical fields, but so I thought, well, I'll just get people on my podcast and I'll kind of quiz them and I'll learn as much as I can. And, you know, I wanted to help other physicians that went through the same thing I did. So that's what's happened. That's got about 230 episodes now, weekly episodes. So I think I'm a little over four years. And along the way, I did some other things, started producing some courses. I've got an academy. Uh, I've done a, a mastermind group, which is fun to get group of physicians together to talk about their careers and and try and accelerate their career uh, transition. And then most recently, uh, a friend of mine and colleague who's been on my podcast a couple of times, we decided to venture into something new. And a couple of three years ago, we started something called the Clinicians Cooperative, which didn't really go anywhere. So we kind of regrouped and uh, really about two months ago, released what's called New Script. And it's an app, it's a community, it's a site where you can learn about non-clinical careers and it's designed for not only physicians, but nurses, PAs, NPs, dentists, anybody that's a licensed caregiver that is experiencing issues with, you know, burnout or really to help them thrive and, and not just survive in whatever they're doing. That's a great intro. So, uh, and I have a lot of questions, you know, from that. So the, the first question is, you know, um, right now, are you seeing, uh, 
an uptick in interest in, you know, physicians, um, interest in non-clinical careers. And, you know, what are the reasons for that? Is it just because of just alternative interests or is it because of burnout? Um, just tell us more about why physicians are looking more into non-clinical careers. Yeah, I think it's still on the upswing. I think it's still growing. It was, I think, and also kind of catalyzed in a sense by the pandemic because, well, the things that happened in the pandemic in terms of some people were let go, some people, their burnout was ratcheted up to a whole new level. But basically, as more and more of us physicians find ourselves in sort of a corporate style of medicine where we're treated as employees instead of professionals, we just get disgruntled, unhappy, dissatisfied, sometimes burnt out. So suicide rate is really high in physicians. And so to me, we're still on the upswing. And part of it too is people like you and you know others you've talked about, other podcast guests you've talked to, you know, as they have gotten the word out of we've as we've all gotten the word out that there are alternatives to you know, using your clinical knowledge in a way that doesn't lead to burnout to where you can have the financial freedom and have a little bit of choice and in, in freedom in your life. Uh, it, the interest just keeps growing. And what are, what are some of the um, uh, areas that, you know, physicians can get started in or they have a lot of interest? Uh, w- which areas in terms of non-clinical uh, careers are you seeing um, a lot of inquiry Oh, there's, there's some of the more popular ones. There are literally thousands of different jobs in hundreds of different positions, but the big ones are hospitals. Hospital and health systems employ a lot of physicians doing non-clinical work, everything from physician advisors, medical directors, chief medical officer, chief medical information officer, chief patient safety officer. It's growing and growing. So that's a huge one. It is the biggest part of the healthcare system in the United States. So you can imagine there's a lot of money being spent and a lot of physicians doing those things. Pharma is another massive one. There, there are dozens of different discrete jobs and thousands of openings right now in pharma. And pharma makes up about 10, 11%, I think, of the national spending share on, uh, on healthcare. But that's a huge one. Awesome jobs. You don't have to be a researcher to get into jobs in pharma. Got a lot of medical writing jobs out there, all things from journalistic writing to CME writing. So that's a very popular one. Um, and then insurance companies, of course, a big one is utilization management, but you've got all kinds of jobs at, uh, you know, benefits management, all at insurance companies, basically. And there's also jobs in life insurance company, if you can imagine that. Then you've got all the entrepreneurial ventures. You've got what I consider some of the clinical are non-traditional, like the DPC, the cash only businesses, the, and then you've got all the different consulting. You can do it as either part of a large consulting firm or do your own consulting consulting, you know, freelance. So that's just a snippet. There are, I have a, a, a handout I give out. It has 70 discrete jobs and probably there's another 20. I haven't even put on that list yet. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing. Uh, all of the different niches and, um, you know, cause we're trained as physicians to just focus on, uh, you know, one path to direct patient care. And, you know, we sort of sidetrack all these different options and, um, you know, it's, it's great that physicians can, you know, realize once they realize they have a lot of skills that they can leverage, um, they start to flourish. Now let's transition into a uh, new script. What, what was the reasoning behind using as an app versus a, you know, a, uh, like a community group, but just tell us more about why you decided to do an app. And it was a learning process. You know, it was something yeah. like a lot of small businesses. They start out with one thing and then they kind of shift gears. So you get feedback and they shift. So we, 
we did like a typical sort of a online forum about three years ago. Like I said, they caught was called Clinicians Cooperative. And it just did not get a lot of traction. Part of it was, I think everyone was more or less focusing on their smartphones rather than sitting down at a computer for one. And the other was that, yeah. And the other thing was that the Facebook groups were very popular, but, you know, there's issues there with, they can be closed down at any time, You, you know, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, they all do these things. They shut things down because they don't like something. So there's that fear. Now on Facebook, anytime you're successful, you're going to start to see ads put on by Facebook, not your ads, but everybody else's ads. So now you're competing with ads. And it's also for some, there are physicians that just refuse to go into Facebook. So even though there are several (laughs) large groups uh, of physicians related to non-clinical careers, I know some of my followers say, you know, I just don't want to even be on Facebook. So we wanted to do something private something on a smartphone, something geared to the younger physicians. And at the same time, no ads and confidential and convenient. Right. So, uh, so on new script, we decided, you know, we need to do it a little differently. So we, we engaged this company to help us create it. And now we're inviting uh, other licensed healthcare professionals who have the same concerns that physicians do. And we're recruiting faculty to help us engage. So we have experts, you know, on pharma experts on other things besides what we've done. Uh, Tom's an expert in telemedicine and consulting, and he's a book author And I'm mostly, you know, other than what I've learned on my podcast, I have some expertise in a lot of things, but mostly health systems and hospitals. And yeah, so now we're in that growing phase. We're trying to get people that are experts, even in that aren't even physicians, you know, that. and what we can do is have different groups within NewScript again, and it's all freestanding and it's all private. And so what are the, some of the, um, when you sign up to NewScript, um, what is, what are some of the. Uh, features that you know one can benefit from so what we've done besides it being a community we've also posted we we post every single day in there with useful resources i do uh like a comment not a comment but an actual daily written post uh we do live stream events uh, weekly tom does one or two a week i do one it's all related to non-clinical careers uh i put in and tom has also put in some of the courses that we offer elsewhere we just put them in there for free. People can just access them. Uh, mine has to do with the exposure to non-clinical careers and overview of non-clinical careers for physicians in particular. And then people that are members can also post all of those as well. And they can do their own live streams if they want. So it's a little, it's much more sophisticated than a simple forum or a simple Facebook group. Although you can do some of those things in Facebook, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, for the uh, members and the audience listening, uh, Dr. Jerika's um, new script, uh, all of the links and all the information will be in the show notes. And I know you have a free report that, you know, directs listeners to the, you know, top clinical job, non-clinical jobs, as well as the different types of careers out there. So, um, and I know you're also, uh, you have a large library of um, online courses. So tell, I I know a lot of people would be interested in further education. So tell us more about the uh, non-clinical career academy. Yes. So that's at nonclinicalcareeracademy.com. Nice and simple. I've been building that over about the last three years. I've got 25 courses on there. Each of them uh, address something related to mindset, 
uh, an overview of what's out there in terms of non-clinical jobs, primarily for physicians. Some of them get into more details. I've got several courses on how to pursue a career in non-clinical work at a hospital. I also have a pretty extensive course on how to become a medical science liaison, uh, simply because I've interviewed so many MSLs and I did a lot of research on that. And then if you'd rather, I have the opportunity in there, instead of just paying a bunch of money for the courses, you can join as a member and just pay a smaller monthly membership fee. And then you access everything you like in there for as long as you like at your own pace. And then once you've finished what you need, you can drop back off. So I've tried to make it as user-friendly as possible, as reasonable as I can. But uh, there is a lot of information here. If you're just getting started and you really want to know what's out there, it even has a one-hour kind of master class on telemedicine and another one on oh, wow. how to start your own business with Mike Wuming, somebody I think you know pretty well. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's And I, I know a lot of the uh, viewers and audience would get a lot of value. So, uh, John, thanks so much for being on this. I really enjoyed this conversation. All your wealth of resources, your knowledge will be in the show notes. And uh, just tell people how to get in touch with you, how to follow you, um, as well as any parting words of wisdom. If you want to track me down, I'm at nonclinicalphysicians.com as the website. And you'll have, you can go to the podcast episodes or you can get a freebie there or do whatever on look around. Of course, the podcast is on any podcast app. Just look for Physicians Nonclinical Careers with John Jerica. And I guess closing, I would say this, unfortunately, we found ourselves, most of us that are in clinical medicine in a a rather tough situation. Sometimes there's, you know, there's, like I said, the suicide rates high, the burnout is high. And I just want everyone to understand and know that if you've completed medical school, and particularly if you've completed a residency, you have a lot of information, you have a lot of knowledge and skills that are important in the healthcare system itself that don't necessarily require you to, you know, kill yourself seeing patients and being on call every other night and so forth. So a lot of opportunities out there. Don't get discouraged. And, uh, you know, people like uh, Dr. Lou and myself can help you out if, if you feel like you'd like to make a change. Awesome. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, it was a great conversation and we'll look forward to having you on future episodes. It's been my pleasure. Great to be here. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember, as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at CityVest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. 
Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrislewmdphd.com, for more support. I'll see you next week.